We are shows what you know. We'll always watch TV. And if you think we can't, we'll watch more and you'll see. That's why the people of the web believe in Jim from Las Vegas and Jacob from Sweden. Welcome to Shows What You Know, your television podcast where we break down the latest, greatest, and sometimes not so great, but we kind of love it, but it's not so great sometimes, uh, TV shows. Uh, We discuss TV shows because we love them. We love to see how they break down and how society breaks down and how that's mirrored in television. That's why we're here to break it down. My name is Jacob Burrows. And I am Jim Scampoli, and as was said, yes, the breakdown. Ooh, and House of Cards. Oh, how apt for our modern times, especially oh. here in America. Right, gang? More like here in Sweden, I say. Wow, it's a global political climate, I say. A climate shift. Yes. 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 Uh, yeah, yeah, we're here to talk. The breakdown sounds like a sequel to The Get Down, but uh, anyway. Uh, we're here to talk about the later half of uh, Game of Thrones, episodes 6 to 13, because we split it quite stupidly. If I and... could uh, go ahead and interject and say, I believe you mean House of Cards. Did I say Game of Thrones? Yes, you did. Oh, uh, I wish. I wish we were here to talk about Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, gosh. Tune in next week for Game of Thrones discussions. We're here to talk about House of Cards. Yes. Gosh. Let me reset my brain. Okay, okay. Less dragons, more... <laughs> Uh, more creepy music. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. More non-traditional about... uh, marriage relationships. They are uh, similar names. I was thinking about that the other day. They both have of in the middle. Of course. Three words. Mm-hmm. I guess that's why. Mm. Yes, yes. We're here to talk about House of Cards. Uh, not Game of Cards or anything the like. Uh, yeah. Episode 6 to 13. Uh, and we covered the first five before, so if you want a spoiler-free discussion, you better go and listen to our first House of Cards uh, coverage, because that's where we go through the series in general and what we think and our thoughts on season five. Now that we've watched all the way through, we're just going to get into the details of it. And uh, Jim, what is your impression of the later half? And I, I, I quake to ask this question, but what is your impression of the later half? Half of House of Cards. I, I hate to do this. I hate to do this, but uh... this is our show. You realize this is our show, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I ask you, and then like, eh. <laughs> well, the thing is, you know, we were just talking about Game of Thrones last week, and we were talking about how Game of Thrones is having a seven-episode season. And I say that if House of Cards had a seven-episode season, I'd be like, oh my god, House of Cards is back. Because honestly, if you listen to our first discussion. It's so weird that we only did, like, five. I mean, I think technically I'd watch six because I was, like, into it. Like, Mm -hmm. that's how into it it was. I was like, damn, I want to watch the next one. Uh, So I really was digging. I dug, like, the whole first half for the most part. And if they just ended at seven, this would have been really good. But, um, oh, my God, do the wheels fall off. And it really... Just it gets completely off the rails, even for House of Cards, I would say, because mm-hmm. I mean House of Cards is no stranger to being off the rails. But uh, I did not enjoy this back half that much at all, at okay. all, at all. He says, and I I don't feel like I can blame you, although I definitely had a more positive experience because I was still into it for a lot of it, and then as it got closer towards the end and more towards the end, I was like how are they going to pull this together? And then they didn't pull it together, uh, I felt like. Well, uh, 
Honestly, yep, the the um, I can't remember his name now. What was the the his uh, his the candidate he was up against for like the first half of the season? Who knows? Uh, <laughs> God damn it! God damn it! I was trying to look at my notes real quick. Um, but Conway. that was yes, Conway. Yeah, I just saw it too in my notes, just as you said. Um, the Conway stuff was like way more interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, it felt like they were trying to set things up with that, and I don't feel like any of it paid off. Well, I remember you were hoping that it would be, you know, Conway, uh, Claire on oh, the yeah. ticket. Yeah. Or not on the ticket, but, you know, elected. And that could be an interesting dynamic. But I feel like what happened at the start of the season, or when they sat down in the writer's room, they were like, <sighs> okay, so... What are we doing with this show? Because as we discovered last uh, week, or last time we discussed this, I should say, uh, it's not the main show writer uh, into it anymore. It's other people are doing it. Yes. And yeah. I think largely, uh, well, maybe you will contradict me, but they haven't done, they, they could have done worse. You know, as you said, the first five were good. And, and I think it's a question of where was the show going? And I think they sat down and were like, well, I guess we make Claire president, right? That's the next logical step. We got to make yeah. Claire president, well, which I... is not bad in itself, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, uh, well, it's the... like they wrapped up the they wrapped up the last season in the first five episodes, and then the rest happened. Well, I, I mean, but it also felt like they were setting up character stuff with Conway, like with his PTSD, and there was some sort of secret there, and I don't feel like oh, I yeah. ever got clarity on what that was. I mean, oh, that's true. I guess it's not important, but the show kind of made it feel like it was important. Uh, and the thing is, I don't have a problem with Claire being the president, but it's just like, are you sure, Jim? Are you <laughs> totally sure? We already, we already had the season before this season was Claire versus Frank. Mm-hmm. And all we're getting now, it's just going to be Claire versus Frank again. I guess given now it's like the gloves are off. This is for real. The showdown you've been wanting. Underwood versus Underwood. In this corner, we've got Frank Underwood, the secret Illuminati gay man. And in this corner, we got Claire Underwood, the mousy housewife that clawed her way to the top. It's all that and more in season, what, six? What's the next season? Season. I guess six, yeah, six. (laughs) Yeah, season six of House of Cards. And I mean, honestly, that's not bad. I'm kind of fine with that. It just felt like the, I don't know, it just, it, to me, it felt like they were completely just putting a lot of filler in these, in this back half of the season because uh-huh. they, they like knew where they wanted to go. They just were like, oh fuck, we got to do it in like, we have six episodes to fill. Oh my God. And they're all looking at each other. Like, what are we going to do? Uh, and then they still got there, but I don't know. To me, it was such a chore to get through this back. Half. Well, I guess, yeah, back half, because I didn't mind, like, episode six. I didn't mind episode seven. I thought, actually, episode seven was a pretty decent standout. Then when episode yeah. eight started out with the Bohemian Grove Illuminati stuff, I was like, oh, no, here we go, House of Cards. Yeah, yeah, it got very House of Cards. But, yeah, uh, I guess we should go to, through it in detail, but I want to say on the overall scale that uh, it, it felt like, the show was distancing us more and more from Frank Underwood, 
And I mean, that's been the thing. That's been the problem. If he's president, where do we go? What do we do? What's the conflict? Fair. And but then when they're distancing us more and more, that like he's he's the star. I like Claire. Yes, she's great. But Frank Underwood's the star, and he was president. He's not going to be president anymore. And they distanced us in part because they wanted to do a sort of Ocean's Eleven reveal of. No, this was my plan, but we couldn't be too much in his head because he was going to reveal, no, I've been planning this all along. And then that plan, I mean, it doesn't make sense, right? That's that's why it feels, that's the large reason why why it didn't work for me because that plan didn't make any sense to me. It Uh, makes no sense. And I even had, in one of the episodes, like a few episodes before the end, I even wrote, this is probably going to be all part of the plan. And I was yeah. so like dreading it to be all part of the plan. And then it was all part of the plan. Mm-hmm. And that's like by necessity, then we have to remove ourselves from Frank. If it's all going to be, you know, a secret plan that he was working on, because we can't be too much in his head. Like we were in there uh, during the election. He was so stressed and we were really like on his side fighting and he was getting like, he was doing some bad choices, but now we're just, watching him make what seemed like really stupid choices and then later say, that was the plan because I wanted to get here. But where he gets his trash, uh, it just feels like the writers pulled that out uh, and made the pieces fit together like they wanted to get to the place they wanted to get. Yeah, and there were some... I mean, I guess we're going to go kind of through the episodes, but yeah, there were some like peak dumb things in this season. Like... Uh, maybe like throwing someone against the wall. <laughs> like, how is that going to help your plan? Uh, uh, killing someone in someone's house, uh, while having sex. Wait, uh, against the wall or down the stairs? Or I mean, it was like, but it was down like four stairs, wasn't it? Uh, exactly, yes. it really was like a few stairs. It was kind of mostly against the wall and it was just like, it was such, such a throwaway thing, right? Such a like casual, like, of course, this is before, this is like, that was like the teaser of pushing someone yes. down the stairs. And it feels like if you do that, what is your plan when they wake up? Because yeah. they're not dead. You just hope like, no, I know how to throw someone downstairs just right. So they're going to forget everything. Like, I, I don't, <laughs> like, what is the She's long gonna be game? too scared of me, the, the business mogul. Yeah. But it's like, dude, you're already losing power. What a risky, weird and it's like, but he knows where the cameras are. It's not on camera. I don't know. We'll, we'll get to it. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's fly on through then and start with episode six, uh, where Claire does become acting president of the United States because uh, the episode before they were all voting on that. So it might just be a few weeks, but hey, she's the president. So got Durant informing uh, the Underwoods about the facility in Antarctica. Lots of stuff going on there. Probably the Russians, right? Just like real life, it's probably the Russians. Yeah. Who knows, but it's probably the Russians. Oh, man, how happy were they that they'd introduced, like, the Russian stuff, like, mm-hmm. a, like a couple of years ago? Yeah. And now, like, it's such a big thing in mainstream news. Like, oh, yeah, fucking thank God. Thank God. Oh, my God, so great. We love that we've introduced the Russians. Mm-hmm. And, like, the Ico stuff, I mean... ISIS, they've been a thing, but yeah. uh, they had good timing because, you know, that was in last season even, and that's just been ramping up, it feels like. But, but hey, uh, we got more stuff with Aiden the Hacker, the fabulous hacker dancer who uh, has been worst kidnapped guy. and may be forced to reveal some secrets there. We don't know wh- who kidnapped him until the end where we found out, guess what? It was the Russians. Oh, my God. So 
Uh, yeah, we. I mean, this is when still things were still going on, obviously, with the election. We're, we got Conway in here. Like, it's just been so many episodes after that that we kind of forgot about. We forgot his name and like what was going on. But these episodes were really good, as you were yeah, saying. Yeah, no, I was still in on this, and and I liked. I think I'd mentioned it in the last discussion on the first uh, part of this season. There were little hints that Frank was losing his his power and his intimidation that he had. And honestly, yeah. to me, that's more interesting than like it's all part of the plan. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I given maybe it's like that was the plan because he was losing it. But, I, you know, I guess whatever. Uh, but I did like seeing that he was trying to do his old whip thing where he'd walk in and talk some shit and people would bow to him immediately. But you were seeing that like it, they weren't folding like they should. Yeah. Um. And then didn't they have some lame? I do have a note on this, and it's been a bit since I saw the episode. I think it was the the friend or the the ex lover, the lover of the girl that um uh what's his name killed? Uh, that's, Stamper. You that gotta Stamper have to killed. Be more specific. I'm sorry. Yeah, that Stamper, <laughs> that Doug Stamper killed like way back. Oh yeah. Uh, it, oh okay. But. But then we see like this cliche scene of her in the bathroom, like shooting up heroin. And it's like, oh, my God, the heroin. The, oh. Like, I don't know. It just felt so. Uh, I mean, I guess so House of Cards. <laughs> yes. Well, that was when the reporter stole the photographs. Uh, yes, that's what right. it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think that was before this or no. Yeah, no, it was that was here. Right. When. Yeah, when I have it that. for for this episode. Yeah. It's just yeah, that's right. House of Cards, it's weird because House of Cards can have like a great visual style, great acting, great writing, but then they can have this weird cliche garbage sometimes where it's like such a cliche rundown. It's the rundown bathroom and she can't deal with the loss, so she turns to her heroine. And not that you can't do that storyline, it's just done in such an obvious way that it makes me roll my eyes. Mm. I guess I didn't mind that part in particular, but it's all part of this whole, uh, like, uh, the threads uh, being unthreaded or whatever you say. All the lies becoming unwound and unspooled because this is where the reporters are investigating the murder. And, I mean, there's been so many murders and shit from the previous seasons that we have a hard time uh, keeping track. So, (laughs) of course, it's hard for them to put together, like, an investigation board and figure out who did what when. I uh, can't really blame them on that one, but yeah, Hammerschmidt he does uh, fire fire the the reporter guy here because uh, he, he but then he's he himself is like no way we better investigate this, th- this stuff so he starts going more into Zoe Barnes probably feeling bad because uh, he was kind of a bastard to her and vice yeah. versa yeah so that all checks out but it's kind of also it's been seasons and seasons I I was never like. Oh, they're gonna find out about Zoe Barnes, and they mm-hmm. keep showing that train, and I'm like, like that's like that, that's never gonna be important. But then I guess it was like that. That was the motivation, more or less, for for Frank to do what he did, because if he stops being president, then he can be pardoned or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll get it was there. gonna. What, he's what? like, he, it's gonna come out anyway. So, okay, well, anyway, it yes, just, but I, it still felt so. It didn't feel like it had any sense of urgency that he would have to oh, be no. that that drastic to it or that's that Doug Stamper would then come out and like admit to it. It yeah. felt so like you're playing so with the edge that clearly this I mean, I guess it did blow up in his face, but it's like dude, you're you're supposed to be smarter than this Frank Underwood. Yep. 
Yep. So while other stuff going on, this is where Conway uh, goes to meet the Black Caucus. And uh, it turns out it was probably all manipulated by Frank because they're on his side after all. So uh, on the airplane ride, he has this break, great breakdown yeah. uh, where he just is so upset, which later comes back, of course. We also see the, the conflict between him, between him and Usher, who is like, I mean, he's annoying, but he's got a, a nice vibe here when he's going up against Conway, who's like all shouting and Usher's all calm, but telling him how he's going to destroy him. Oh, stuff yeah. Like that. Um, yeah, I mean, I liked I liked this stuff. And... I mean, I guess I get it couldn't go the whole season, but it just, it was weird because they spent so much time with him and then it was just like, see ya. Yeah. Yeah. Then they decide that they're going to do a re-election in those states. That's what we speculated on last time we discussed this too. Why not just re-elect it? So that's what they decide to do not to have, in order not to have like a split ticket, which is the thing that would have been kind of interesting, but still. Yeah. Uh, so that brings us to episode seven, where they argue about Mark Usher. And then, oh, yeah, the biggest thing here is the bunker. They're all brought into this bunker underground because there's a threat, which later turns out to be fake, right? Yes. Now, I liked this because it was, you know, we didn't know what was going on because we were with Frank, and Frank legit didn't know what was going on. But the reason why I liked it is because one of the things with House of Cards that they do, and it's kind of a cheating thing, is they make Frank this underhanded genius. But you have to assume that other people are in power as well. So yeah. they have to have some of those skills. And usually they don't. Like, remember the president? The, 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 uh, I mean, he shows up in this season as well. But, like, the president when Frank was whip was such a dumbass. Like, yeah. And you're like, how did he become president? Because the way this show is. So, well, he was all figurehead, I guess. Like, the way that Usher was trying to make yeah, Conway Yeah, that's all a good fake. point. Because yeah, he had that other dude that uh, we get to see again at Elysian Field. Um, but yeah, I like this because it showed how, like, this is how Frank Underwood would do to someone else. Yeah. And it was kind of, uh, like a nice change of pace and I enjoyed it. Although it brings in like the worst character, uh, that I've ever seen. Even though I love the actress, uh, what is that dumb lady's name? I have it in my stupid notes somewhere. Uh, uh, Jane Davis. Uh, I believe it's Jane Davis. Yeah. I really like that actress. But, like, they bring this character in, and she comes out of nowhere, and she's always mysterious. And I think even by the end, she's still mysterious. You just know she has ties internationally. She's she's kind of basically a female Usher. Uh, yeah. Not Usher Raymond, but uh, Usher, Mark Usher. Well, a bit like a female <laughs> Usher Raymond as well, in, in a sense. I imagine that... Uh, she has all the guys coming after her, uh, <laughs> yeah. like Usher presumably does. I assume she can dance, too. Uh, and yeah. the thing is, it's just like Mark Usher, at least he's been around a bit. So it was like you slowly got a sense of what he was doing. Jane Davis just comes in. You kind of immediately know something's off. And then they never really give you much else besides like, well, she's on the phone talking to people. She knows about things. She's She's up to no good. And that's it. Uh, and I guess the idea was to introduce us to these characters because in a way, like that's what Frank is trying to pivot towards because he realizes, well, you know, I could be the president for four or eight years, but if I get into like a Mark Usher or a Jane Davis, uh, position, I could be running things from the shadows forever or whatever. 
So mm-hmm. I guess I get that. I just hated this fucking character. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like they introduced them in part because we're like distancing ourselves from Frank. Like he's at the top. So then we get to see all these other people do what Frank normally does. Uh, it's it's just that she's yeah she's like a female Frank Underwood, but the thing is she comes out of nowhere and has kind of been like if this person existed in season two, like would any of the stuff have happened as it did? <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't she be the one pulling all the strings and then like maybe she was maybe, but. Uh, yeah, I didn't hate her as much as you did, but I, I didn't like well, that we had to move so, so much away from Frank into these new characters who are kind of being Frank. I guess the reason why I hate her because I don't feel like she's even a character. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's a convenient thing that can pop up and be like, well, no, Jane Davis handled that. Or it's like, oh, Jane Davis is here. Uh, something's going to happen. And then she can just make a, th- a thing happen from magic. Like, I don't, I don't know. I never got a sense of exactly, you know, who she was working for or with or what have you. Uh, I don't know. Like, I guess it's given because we're we're going to root for Frank more because we're with him more and we understand stand him a bit more. But uh, I don't know. I, I just feel like there should have been more done to get a sense of this character or even have the character show up maybe a little earlier. Uh, it just, she shows up immediately and is clearly up to no good and uh, fucking shit up. Mm-hmm. So uh, in this and the next episode, we have two scenes where Frank plays an audio clip to Usher, and both episodes kind of end with that, I believe. Yeah, this one ends with him playing the Brockhart tape of the vice president saying that he would tell his soldiers to disobey. Frank told him to put put a soldiers on the border or on Syria or whatever it is. So they play that, and that's kind of like, who knows if we're enemies or friends. And then it's not until the end of the next episode where they play the airport or the airplane tape that they actually kind of recruit Usher to their side. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the whole coup, it's kind of nicely done because, it's, as you said, someone else is thinking and acting. And usually it's just Frank going around being the best, swinging <laughs> his dick all over D.C., uh, that's why why they call it DC. It's fucking District of Cock over here. Uh, he's swinging it all over the place, and now we get someone actually fighting back. And usually, when they're fighting back, it's like uh, we stare each other down, or it's like that that whiny fucking guy who's like, eh, "I'm gonna be president in four years, maybe." Eh, I can't oh, Ram- go nowhere too. Ramiro. Yeah. yeah. Usually, we have that t- type of conflict, and here we have actual like this is big picture thinking like huge deal someone else trying to do a coup uh and it uh, blows up in their face yeah yeah uh and there's a quick aside in the seventh episode uh in when house of cards is being so house of cards but in a good way is when frank pushes that statue over i i can't remember what statue it was now but when he's just like walking through the hall after he leaves the vault he just like pushes over statue to break it (laughs) Just to show how much contempt he has for, I don't know, America, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, and yeah, he intimidates the generals and gets the information and all that. Then we get to episode eight, where he goes to, uh, what what do they call it in the show? Uh, they call it Elysian Field in the show, but it's a take on the, the Bohemian Grove, uh, like Illuminati. I mean, I guess I can't really say theory. There is video of it. 
Um, what it, I mean, I mostly know of this from uh, season one of uh, True Detective. So, uh, like, what what what's this stuff? I mean, I know don't I mean don't explain Illuminati to me, but specifically Bohemian Grove. Well, Bohemian Grove, although uh, I mean, there is footage of people at Bohemian Grove, like kind of like the scene in in House of Cards where they have masks on and they're like lighting a thing on fire and like worshiping something. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess. Uh, that just you sounds assume like good camping trip. Everyone, me. I mean, everyone says that it's political leaders there, but I guess there's not the p- further that proof because they do have masks on. But everyone's like, "Yeah, that's all our; those are all our leaders there." Uh, sure, it's not a LARP. Could be yeah. a LARP. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of how the show pitches it because the show pitches it as they do that, and then they're just hanging out in a cabin like for the rest of the time. So mm-hmm. it's like I, I, I give them credit for wanting to kind of uh, address it. But I wish they did something with it uh, more than like, yeah, we do this and now we're just hanging out like having barbecue and fishing. Uh, And I don't know. Maybe that's what it really is. But either way, do something else with it because it just made me roll my eyes. I was like, I see what you're doing, House of Cards. I mean, I guess we we do learn some stuff here with Frank, which was kind of nice where he kind of learns restraints. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have to always be like, here's the information and here's some dirt I found on people and this and that. And uh, that's how he kind of like lures in like the ushers of the world, like Mark Usher to get him on his side. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. He's uh, stumbling through the woods trying to get Doug to do something. And then he realizes, oh, wait, I'm uh, I, like, I can be cool. <laughs> like, I don't have to like run after every like uh, bunny running along the track. Like I'm a fucking greyhound. I can actually show restraint and think about things before I act. I don't have to be so desperate. And there's some good political maneuvering going on. We see Tusk again. Uh, mm-hmm. Is the former president here too? Uh, I believe um, so. Or maybe not. Uh, yeah, may- I don't think so. Okay. Well, and the the head of Polyhop, which I forgot all about, but huh. that was last oh, season. Yeah. Like yeah. it's like Google here, I guess. Um, so so yeah. Meanwhile, we well, got other stuff going on with Claire and the Antarctic yes. again, or Ar- yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah the, uh, like a missing uh, Russian boat. And then, yeah, the scientist is the technology. Like, did they go anywhere with that? Did that end up being a thing? Or was it just to show that Jane Davis is mysterious and those secret things? Well, it was kind of tied up into Jane Davis's mysteriousness. So that's why we never found <laughs> out anything about it. They just lost the body at sea because they wanted to. Like, it was yeah. like he's supposed to. Or maybe it was because, what, it would have come out that an American was working with the Russians or something like that. I, mm. I, I don't know. I suppose. Uh, well, yeah, and also there's going on stuff with China. Like, they're doing trade deals. So uh, Claire really has to do some decisions here. Mostly she's uh, relying on Jane Davis, it feels like. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, she's she's making – they are showing that she can handle it. But, yeah, this whole Jane Davis thing is just uh, really muddying up the waters. Mm-hmm. So, oh, oh and- yeah, this is – uh, I was just going to say, this is after the plane stuff. So this is where Usher is really putting his faith in the vice president, uh, Brockhart, to do uh, to do the the big, like, to be the actual president while Conway's a figurehead. Which, I don't know, I guess that's the thing they can do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> Why not? What were you going to say? Uh, well, I was going to say, I guess we already kind of covered it, but um, in addition to when Frank, like, trips and has, like, that epiphany in the woods... Then he also kind of uh, like softens himself up to everyone else because I think it's the polyop guy that's like, 
virtual reality, man, and all this. Yeah. Come look at my phone. And then and then Frank is all like, call me an old-fashioned man, but I enjoy something you can touch and feel. And, <laughs> does, like, and everyone's like, commercial for grape juice or something. <laughs> yeah. Every day I go out and feel the dirt between my toes. Yeah. And everyone's like, hey, let's listen to this guy. Yeah, this guy has got it going on. It's like they forget it's Frank Underwood. Um, but yeah, and that, I guess, kind of convinces uh, Mr. Polyhop to give the recording of Conway's whole breakout on the plane. So that's how you get Usher on your side, because Conway's done. Yeah, then they team up. Yeah, because then it really is immediately, like, in the next episode, it's just Conway concedes. <laughs> and, like, uh, I, do, I do like that moment of... Uh, how he like doesn't want to do it, or he's like, "No, I'm not going out." There. Or then even his wife's like, "I'm not going. I can't." Oh do yeah, it. yeah. No one That's wants right. to do it, and it, it really probably does feel like that because, yeah, for everyone, everyone, yeah. and we all see them do it. Because <laughs> you put you you put in like years of your life and like meticulous planning and all this stuff, and then it just comes down to a night where it's like, "Nope, people don't want you." Now go out there and say you're sorry. Yeah, or even like, ah, eh, more people want you, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, true. You did the, you played the game wrong. So <laughs> even though more people want you, you gotta go out there and give away the country now. So go ahead and do that. Uh yeah, exactly. It's the election's over already. He he calls Conway to offer him to be, I think, minister for transportation or something. Yeah, and he tells him ridiculous. to go fuck himself. <laughs> uh, great stuff. They celebrate with some champagne there. So now we're moving into the second like kind of act or what, uh, whatever you want to call it, of the season. And kind of, you know, this thing starts to get a bit more fishy. It's going to be more about Leanne and uh, Doug. I mean, I like Doug, but now it's more about Doug uh, and Zoe Barnes. And it's all kind of a blur for me, honestly. Yeah, it's like, you know, he does that moment where the cabinet resigns and then he signs them all again. Uh, but that sets up, like, later some stuff. And then yeah, a new a new villain emerges in Romero, and oh, yeah. for no reason really. Like, I mean, I guess just so Frank could be like, "Fuck you, I don't listen to anyone," because Frank makes like a deal, which is kind of would be good for everyone. Like, okay, I'll give you like social security or whatever. But then, and then he gives Romero like the inauguration ticket, but then he's like, "Fuck that!" Like during the speech, he's like, "Nah, we're not doing any of that." Ha ha, you idiot. Well, even though he's, like, good at manipulation and stuff like that, he also cares a lot about gestures. Like, if I do this, I will be, like, they will think I'm in their pocket. Like, that I can do anything. I need to have my status. Even though he later stops being president and he already has that planned. I guess everything was part of the plan, Frank. Yeah, I mean, and it kind of makes sense because he does say that, like, Usher was maybe secretly grooming Ramiro. So it was kind of like, he was pretending to be with Frank and then have Frank make some concessions to Romero, boost his stature. And, and I mean, hey, it's a house of cards, people. Like, there's so many little things going on. But yeah, uh-huh. and uh, uh, this is where, yeah, like I called it, I believe, in the first discussion we had where I was like, there was weird sexual tension between Frank and the historian guy. Oh, and yeah. It pays off in this episode. Um, and then Frank has that great line where he tells the writer not to cheat on his wife. And it's like, ha ha, don't cheat on my wife, bro. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Ha ha. Indeed. Uh, and I mean, then I, kind of, I say that I, it's hard. To, I don't know why I cut you off to say this, but what a cuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he's completely a cuck. Of course. Prime cuck. 
I say. I mean, these episodes do kind of bleed, to, bleed together because in episode 10, it's again, it's like more Romero. And then you start to see, you start to get, they start to flesh out that there's a relationship between Mark Usher and Jane Davis, which is almost interesting because if they played it off as like, oh, here we are again, huh? Yeah. Like controlling everything behind the scenes. But there's, you never, at least Jane Davis, you do get a sense she's controlling things. Mark Usher is like barely controlling things because he was yeah. already kind of outsmarted by Underwood anyways. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I guess maybe that's why they had to bring Jane Davis in to show like the, the power behind the people. Cause Usher has to lose a little bit. So Conway can lose. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, honestly, what is Usher good at? Like what is his actual skill set? Yeah. Like yeah. all we know is he's rich and is I he? guess he, he always talks about, he has, he has sway with the Republicans, uh-huh. right? Because Frank's a Democrat. So it's usually like, I'll talk to my... Because it's kind of supposed to be a big deal that you were just with the Republican candidate and now you're with uh, Frank Underwood. And yeah. supposedly he still has sway with the votes, but uh, the, I don't think the, sh- the writers even know. Mm-hmm. Well, who knows? Maybe that's exactly how it works. Maybe there's an usher that we don't even know about. <laughs> I just mean he was kind of like in charge of a campaign that lost. Uh, yes. That's all we've seen from him. So Yeah, pretty uh, much. And yeah, as you said, he's grooming Romero and all that. So I, I honestly am not 100% on what he... Well, maybe it's all only because it's been a little while since I watched the episode. But does he contribute anything? Like, I guess he calls some Republicans and plays poker. That's uh... yeah. I think he like he does get some people on his side, like for the votes or something, and then he gets like the Conway to concede. I don't know. Mm. Well, it was all part of the plan, I'm sure. Yeah. So uh, Jackie Sharp is gonna testify, but then they make uh, her plead the fifth. Uh, I guess maybe he was working on that or something like that. Hmm. Yeah, and uh, then but we they, we don't see that actress, do we? No, we don't. Yeah, cuz like oh, we couldn't get her cuz we haven't seen her or uh, M- uh the other guy, Mashal Ali, the the actor that plays uh, I forget cuz is I mean he's an Oscar winner now, so he ain't coming back to to be on uh House of Cards for no reason. Mm. Uh, shit, what's his name? What was the, I, which I, character? It was uh Jackie's like boyfriend or whatever. Oh. Jackie's um was he in Moonlight or what? Why do you? Yeah, the guy in yeah, the guy in Moonlight. Oh, okay. Cool. Sorry, I'm. I have. I gotta apologize to the listeners. I don't. Who wants to listen to a show where people are like, you know, the guy's name? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the dude? <laughs> I apologize. Usually we're better with this, but uh, we it's watched a these a little cards, while ago, and we had to do Game of Thrones first, so it's been a little bit. Mm, uh, and the cards sometimes the cards are facing Remy. Towards you. Oh, Remy. So you can't and, see the but, face of the car when yeah, it's in the car. And I'm, I'm terrible with names on TV shows a lot. Uh, yeah. But yes, Remy, that's what I mean. Because it's like they, they have passing glances uh, uh, or references to those characters, but it's clearly like they couldn't get the actors or whatever. So it, like some shit has to happen off screen yeah. so they can, you know, move on to the next. Yeah, yeah. And that's all like building up things getting worse and worse for Frank. Uh, I, I guess like the more and more people are stepping forward to maybe testify, I guess some, I mean, there's always in every season, a house of cards, there's stuff happening where it's, where I'm like, okay, I guess that's how it works. <laughs> I think they turned like the declaration of war committee into a committee investigating Frank somehow. Yes. That's yeah. kind of what happened. And okay. they definitely, they rely on their confidence and the audience's ignorance. Yeah. To just like steamroll past any points i'm sure there are people that are in government that are like 
just shaking their heads. But I guess that's like anything, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, you got to make it entertaining, too. But that part is like, we're going to turn one. We're going to turn it on its head. And now we're investigating the president and probably going to impeach him. Like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, other stuff going on. Like, as we said, it kind of bleeds together because the episodes feel like they don't have as as firm at like finishing shots here as as before where it was like before like bam big thing happens yes. yep. and here it kind of ends with you know the previous episode i think it ends with like frank saying i want that hacker back and then this episode what is that yeah you know uh the dead antarctic worker we gotta oh no yeah this that one uh, does this... have a big finisher well this fair. episode yeah because leanne gives aiden the gun and then aiden mm-hmm. shows up dead yeah but then yep. it's kind of like we we find out that Jane Davis has, you know, got some connects and behind, most likely behind what's happening here. But the big thing a... before this, uh, sorry to cut you off, but we are in episode 10 now, right? Oh, yeah. I was talking about like the end of episode 10. I'm sorry. Yeah, I already, yeah, no. I was already well into it. Yeah, no, you're right. I was I was skipping uh, skipping around a bit, but then you know, did I skip over nine? I, I, this bleeds together. But either way, no, Garrett's. Well, I there. I mean, I I did. I started going into ten because I said like these episodes kind of cover the same stuff because we well, get more into Romero, mm-hmm. uh, more in, like because Leanne gets pushed out in episode nine and she right, kind of right. sets up Aiden with the reporter who's back from uh, like the previous season. Right. Well, you can see this even like it confuses me just talking about it. So that's what was happening a bit when I was watching it, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't blame you. Like these and it's exactly what you said. Like the first half, it did feel like since it had a more of a guided like Frank's in the election, the election. Yes. And now it's uh, having all these outside players, but also building this strange all part of the plan stuff. And. Yeah, it does. It's not as compelling, really. It, it reminds it, me. Uh, sorry. Uh, it reminds me a lot of. I don't know if you ever watched Twenty Four, but uh, it's yeah. Twenty Four was like really good, like in the first season, or maybe even kind of the second season. Mm-hmm. But then, like once you knew the Twenty Four formula, it was like, oh, this person's gonna double cross this person, or this person's a mole, and yeah. it would constantly happen where you couldn't. There's no point in investing in any character besides Jack Bauer because someone's going to be a mole. And that's like this. It's like someone is going to do something or then they're going to be on the team or then they're against the team. So the only people you really care about are like Doug, Frank and Claire. Like, you know, yeah. that's it. And I mean, they're all horrible people. So it's good that you like the show can get you behind these horrible people. But yeah, it's the only people you care about. True, true. I was going to say as well, it's because this stuff it's going to feel a bit like not super climactic because we just spent, I don't even know how many years this election has been going on. Like he became president <laughs> at the end of season two. So, you know, three and four and then half of five were all about whether he would become reelected. And then the second yeah. half of five, he decides not to be president anymore. So that's kind of fucked. That's kind of like we we spent all we had all this investment and like of course it's going to be interesting and satisfying and they they did it very well that part and then it's kind of like well, you know, not only is he deciding not to be president, we don't really see him make that decision. We see him explain it to Claire and we're more with Claire still cuz she's kind of like, 
the fuck are you talking about? You should have told me. You should have done this and that. And he's like, you don't see the big picture. And I don't. I even doubt like how much he's saying, how much of what he's saying is true. Like, did he really come up with it then? I mean, I guess because Doug started leaking things. That's what the big thing going on in these episodes. And I guess that's why he went and like talked to Garrett like an idiot because Garrett oh, was yeah. about to not say anything. And then Frank shows up like, uh, you used to be president. Now I'm president again. Got elected uh, better than you. Yeah, I don't know he what just, he says. He really alphas. Yeah, he just really alphas him. And yeah. and yeah, I guess it's it's it. Weirdly enough, it would be more interesting if what was presented to us was the story. It's just that Frank is kind of mad with power in a way, or thinks yeah. he's invincible, so he's getting in his own way. Rather than like, then they try to pull a swerve of like, no. Frank was doing this all along because he wanted to lose his power so he could get more power. Don't you understand? Uh, and, and I was just thinking, and this is maybe unfair to say, but like, because you mentioned season two when Frank becomes president and then it ends with him like knocking that ring on the table, which he doesn't really do anymore. I love, no. I used to love that. Mm. But imagine if they had the restraint of say like British shows, or I guess maybe even Swedish shows, yeah. Where like they could just go twelve episodes and end a show. Like if this show ended at the end of season two and they were like, "That's it, like that's our House of Cards," everyone would be like, "Oh my god, can you remember the greatness that was House of Cards? What yeah. a genius show that was!" And only went for twenty episodes. <laughs> and not to say that like I'm not saying this show's terrible, but uh, what are you saying? I mean, it's good. Like it's I still love seeing. Um, Frank Underwood, Frank and Claire and stuff. And like, uh, uh, Spacey's great in the part. Like, there's still a lot to like about it, but it is kind of a bum out when you get into these episodes and they're clearly grasping at straws. Because like you yeah. said, we can't, what are we going to do now? Have four seasons of Frank as president before the re-election? Like, because yeah. they kind of do in real time. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, they have to manufacture some shit to make some nice drama but I just don't like the stuff they're manufacturing. I, I think that's a, a really interesting point because uh, in a way, like, yes, it would be great if it ended after two, but also season, like seeing Frank as president has been some of the greatest wish fulfillment -y stuff I've seen. Uh, it, it was so enjoyable, but it was in a way also giving us what we wanted. If it just ended there, it would have been like, wow. Can you imagine what happened afterwards? And now it's like we're not allowed to imagine because we got have all this this messy soup to sift through with our teeth and figure out what actually what it actually means and what actually happened. And again, that sounds a bit too negative. I also want to say, hey, guess what? I did watch the British House of Cards. I think this is better. So so there. Okay. That's good. And I mean, moving. Uh, I think we could move into episode eleven. Please God, um, let's do that. One thing I that I really like that they did. I mean, even though, like I said, I really liked the first half of the season. Um, and I mentioned it in the first uh, discussion we had where they kept, they kept teasing Claire talking to us. Mm. And I like, I liked how they did it. Cause it was, it was a little clever ways that they did it where she would either just, we think she's talking to us, but then we zoom out and like, she's talking to the TV or yeah. we think she's like looking at us or whatever. And then finally in this episode, she just outright starts talking to the audience. And yeah. I fucking, I was, I was like, yes, it's, this is great. This is awesome. Uh, 
I think this is when they get into the impeachment as well. So maybe that's like the sign because because Frank is finally losing his power, even though he thinks he's going to gain more power. Yeah. Uh, and then she kind of comes in and starts like mentions like, oh, I've known you there. I've, I've known you've been there. I just don't know if I could trust you or whatever. So I really liked all that stuff. Um, that was and then a great he- moment. The only comment I would say on it, like the first time she talked to us was pretty amazing and great. And then they end the season with her just saying two words. Oh, yeah. And that would have had a lot more impact if we didn't have the first great moment, right? That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, and yeah, I don't that. even know if they should have done it differently, but just because the last episodes were kind of lacking, that would have been like, whoa, and that probably would have been like a Yoda lightsaber moment where I would have been distracted <laughs> and like thought it was super cool. But now the super cool moment was way earlier, so I had time to kind of digest everything a bit more. Yeah, I think that's a good point because it would have had the same impact, but it would have it would have been maybe a better placement because you would have ended on such a high note or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because and then even like they're clearly like setting us up as the audience to think Claire's behind it all, which almost should have been fine. Like they could have just made Claire be the one doing the leaks or what uh, you know. What oh have yeah, you. yeah. Because I mean that's kind of what I started suspecting. But then they threw in the twist that, you know, Doug was doing it and it's because it was part of the plan. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's what you do. I assume Frank didn't tell him that part of the plan was also him confessing to murder. Like when he I mean, or though he's Doug, though, so maybe he'd just do it anyway. But uh, he seemed pretty surprised there at dinner. Yes. And I did not. But but it also seems like it was part of the plan. Mm-hmm. Because why would he have been leaking stuff and like putting him on the trail? Yeah, but I mean, he maybe did, didn't just know that. Hey, guess what? You're actually confessing to the murder. And then he story. does. And then he does confess. And yeah, my notes just say, "What is this show?" <laughs> well, like, if I someone that... would do it. It would be Doug. True. I mean, I get... he would have. He would trust that. Hey, we maybe no, don't trust that it's part of the plan. But uh, Doug is like a rabid House of Cards watcher. He is on like this shit. He's on Frank's side uh, through all the seasons, like watching the show. So he knows it's all part of the plan. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know he's supposed to be so loyal, but I mean, confessing to murder. And I really felt like, and maybe this still is going to be a weird loose thread that comes back to Frank. Like him playing with this uh, gay historian's feelings. I'm like, Frank, what are you doing, man? Because cause even like the historian's kind of a weirdo too. Because yeah. he's like, you'll be impeached. You'll be in history. Like, that'd be just, great. You just get impeached. No one will ever, everyone will remember you forever. And then Frank's just like, get out of here. Get this guy out of here. I hate this guy. Stop trying to kiss me. Get out of here. So, well, I mean, they've already. Like, yeah. Uh, he used ahead. to do a bit more background check on his lovers. Uh, <laughs> And in general, just kind of think twice. I think he just kind of saw him in a crowd and then, like, (laughs) just picked him, kind of like, again, like Usher, just pointing, like him. He shall be the one. (laughs) And then didn't really think about how things were going to play out. Well, and especially because he's clearly a little unhinged the way he was talking and um, he knows things. uh, Mm -hmm. But I guess to Frank, it's like, oh, I'll just have him killed. You know, well, and you also, know. hey, he's in the private sector now. Guess what? You can be as gay as you want in the private sector. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, it's just—I mean, I guess they've already kind of done the storyline where someone tried to shoot him, but it totally would—it f- almost feels like they're setting up how an unhinged lover will come and try to shoot Frank. Yeah, 
Yeah, I guess because his ending didn't feel super climactic of like, what What are you doing here? Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it seems like he should come back. But I also feel like they don't really know. Mm. Uh, maybe he'll win an Oscar and be gone forever. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then, yeah, then I think I have a note that another flash drive pops up. Like, I know there were countless flash drives that kept popping up uh, with the media and what have you. Um, I mean, we could just get an episode 12 because episode 12 yep. is the one that has the cold open where he pushes the secretary of state down a few stairs and into a wall. <laughs> and I just wrote, what is going on? I, I, I sincerely thought it was like a dream sequence. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I had a similar thought. Yeah. And, and I think that happened a few times this season. Cause you, you know how shows will do that. They'll show you the crazy thing and then it'll cut and they're like, Frank, Frank, are you listening? And, yeah. and then he pops back up, but no, he just did it. And it, it seems like the dumbest, like it's the plan the dumbest person would come up with. Yeah. And Frank is supposed to be this conniving genius, but his plan, I mean, I guess you can argue his train plan was terrible as well when he threw her in front of a train, but I oh, guess he yeah. knew where the cameras weren't. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just feels like any moron could be like, oh man, what am I going to do with this lady? Uh, I'll throw her down the stairs. <laughs> That'll well, do it. It, it feels that way as well because it's the opener of the episode rather than like the climax of a whole arc of yeah. of Kathy and him. They've been, you know, characters going back and forth for seasons and it felt like she deserved more because the way it's done here, it doesn't feel like justified that it doesn't feel like he's thought it through it feels like he's flailing or even like a dream sequence it doesn't seem realistic at all and even as you said it's like four steps so and she's just lying there like she would have a chalk outline around her already but help help (laughs) she's fallen (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, (laughs) he's still grinning by the time someone comes up the stairs or whatever (laughs) yes uh and yeah, I forget, maybe did we gloss over it or maybe it's in this episode. Uh, I mean, it, it was it was a good scene when Frank has to sit in front of the committee. Um, or is that oh. or is that actually the next one? I forget. That's this one at the end. Uh, yeah, it's the end of 12 that, that okay. he actually resigns. But yeah, I did want to say it's the reason it also feels weird is that he's talking in the last episode that uh, saying that, hey, uh, you know, I can control my own downfall because I choose how everything is released. But if you're pushing people downstairs <laughs> and just hoping they'll remain unconscious, that's uh, like that's too many moving parts going on. This is not a controlled descent from presidency. It's like crazy how much shit is going on over here. And and like he's just remaining calm and smiling through it all. I mean, yes, it was kind of a cool scene at the end of this episode, but I also felt like. I mean, the show has always been winking at the audience and like, eh, see, it's just like reality. But here it really did feel like the show, even though it was a cool scene, it became like a blog talking about how House of Cards is like real life. In yeah. When he's talking to the audience, it felt a little bit too more much like, yeah, you've all enjoyed it. And you at home have also enjoyed it, haven't you? <laughs> and then like, no, but I shan't be doing this no more. Uh Right? Something like that? Yeah, basically. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, everything just seems like it's going completely out of whack because, yeah, it's this, yeah, well, because this episode does start with that and then it has Claire um, poison her, her speechwriter, the oh, boring yeah. guy. While he and kept then, writing books, which is what he's yeah. been doing all along, and they should have <laughs> known that eventually he would finish something. So, <laughs> yeah. 
And, uh, but she does it in such a way where, like, I know you gotta trust the Secret Service, and then I guess you assume, like she said, she did it at Usher's house, so, you know, what's he gonna do? But then, he, w what if he was just like, no, I, she said she needed to meet someone at the house, I and I just obliged, and then this guy was dead. Like, I think he could probably do that and not get in trouble. <laughs> Well, and he even threatens her with it later, and this only makes sense if the show shows us that, no, actually, this means he's also part of it, so he can't threaten her now, but actually, it doesn't. It shows that he, he's like, now he has leverage against her. So is she, she just being lazy? Deal with your own dead bodies. Yes, exactly. Because, um, yeah, you're right. They do both. She positions it as, she tries to just say, like, now we know we got him. <laughs> but then he's like... I know that you killed this guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> and his argument makes more sense. Yeah, at least, uh, at least Frank always had the decency to make it look kind of like an accident, like uh -huh. something had happened. But here, even like next episode, it's kind. I, I think someone's like the 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 tour guide's like, whatever happened to that guy? <laughs> like, <laughs> isn't he a famous writer? Is no one gonna wonder what happened to that guy? Yeah, no? that's okay. true. Wasn't he always last season? <laughs> Last we saw him, he was always at the White House. Then he just disappeared. Hmm. Strange. Yeah. Uh, then, I mean, we didn't really talk about it because it's, uh, I mean, I guess it's not really important, but maybe it's important. Sean Jeffries, the the reporter that gets fired and he kind of finagles himself oh, as yeah. the new press secretary when all said and done. Mm -hmm. But then again, it's like, so what? Well, so I what? guess it's because we're... Like we're seeing the rise of new people, and it's almost like the show's trying to make us like interested <laughs> in these characters coming up and being Frank because we can't have Frank be Frank anymore. So yeah. he's kind of like, "Haha, I am also a cutthroat. We're all cutthroats here." Because usually, most of the political characters, and in general, every character has been like, "Well, I've held this position for forty-three years, and uh, <laughs> I just can't imagine anything could happen." And then it's like. Oh, we released uh, child pornography from your computer. And he's like, what? I never had that. And it's like, well, the voters don't know that. By golly. Yeah, yeah, what happened to politics? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> like, he's just completely surprised. And then, yeah, yeah and it's, uh, who's the, the main reporter there? Uh, you said his name earlier. I forget already. The guy that fired Sean Jeffries. Yeah. And Hammerschmidt is making his, like, secretary have sex with Sean Jeffries so they could leak him information or something. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So yeah, it's just crazy, you know. Everyone's up, like you said, everyone's up to no good. Uh, and yeah, this is where we learn that Doug was the one leaking stuff, and the, my notes are just say, "So it was Doug. Why? Why would he do that?" Oh yeah. <laughs> well, Frank goes uh, to the yeah. If, why did he do that? Indeed, I mean that's what everything's kind of wiped away when um, Frank does his speech because it's kind of like what, and it's kind of <laughs> cool. But even at the end of this episode. I, I don't feel like I know if he's going to do it or not, like resign from the presidency. Maybe he's going to make like an even bigger terror attack and then like, no, you know what? I yeah. can't do that or something. But hey, sure enough, he resigns. Yeah. And then we learned in the final, the finale, that it was all part of the plan. And then Claire says what everyone's thinking. She says, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very true. And also because he says, it's also because we've known him for a lot of years, actually, and he's said before that people like Tusk are fucking stupid because they don't understand 
like how real power works and now suddenly he's had a revelation that he says that the real power is not in who occupies the white house it's who owns the white house and i yeah. don't know if that like i don't know what that means but it, it sounds like it has to do with money and he's always talked about how money doesn't really matter and power is all about I don't know. Like I, I feel like we've seen his philosophy for years, and it doesn't line up with it. Uh, he's had like some big shift, some revelation that we weren't privy to, so we feel even more disconnected from him. Yeah, it's just kind of a weird. Like it's just to position everything to make it Claire versus Frank, which you know, I guess it's fine. It's just like my notes. He he just eight miled it. He eight miled himself, where he just he shit on himself. Before That's anyone true. else could, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I guess there is there there is I a good right. idea I did behind kill it. Zoe Barnes. <laughs> yeah. I do live in a trailer park with my mom. Yeah, yeah exactly. There is there is a good idea behind it is because they are trying to show that Frank Underwood is a mastermind and he came up with this crazy plan, but the one thing he didn't take into account was that was Claire and that he thought that. He thought that he can completely trust her, even though he doesn't fill her in on the plan. Yeah, why but doesn't he tell her? I guess he says, like, you had to have plausible. It's the old, like, you had to have plausible deniability. Like, if someone asked you something. But we, they've already shown that Claire can clearly, like, lie and be just as good as Frank. So it's it's a very, you know, uh, slim slim excuse that they try yeah, to throw and, out and, there. And what's with all the suspicion towards Claire of, like, eh. She's been talking to someone. There's oh, yeah. four minutes unaccounted when she was in a fucking closet or something. Oh, that's hmm, right. What's she up to? But he's trying to make her president. So, like, tell her that. Otherwise, she's going to go around killing writers and getting, like, indebted to Usher and all this weird stuff. So, teamwork, yeah. man. Yeah, because then part of it is he also does make a pact with Jane Davis. Which she's never... Gonna... Did that get clear clarified what the deal was? Because it seems uh, like the deal is... Even like, oh no, he's first. He's very Frank Underwood, where he first says like, uh, she's like, "What do you want?" And he's like, "That's not how it's gonna happen. You offer me things." And she's, but in the end, he just tells her anyway what he wants, right? Yeah. yeah so, and some, what is it's, it? It's basically like, I want your connections. Uh, like that's kind of really all it was. It's like you're gonna set me up with this and this. But that's uh, arbitrary. That's yes. like air. It's a promise. Um, nothing. And yeah, then we get to see everyone kind of resign because you know the new people are taking over. Mm-hmm. Uh, so do you think? I mean, I guess I guess Nev Campbell's dead, or is she not dead? Because we don't see it. I but would then say we do she's see the dead. Ca- we do see the car though. I I would say she's dead, except we saw Doug's dead body at the end of uh, season two, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And then he came back, but. On the other hand, I feel like Leanne is no Doug. She should die. But on the other hand, it feels like the show thinks that Leanne is like Doug. She's like equally important. They've given her a lot of a lot of move like a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff to work with here. So it almost feels like, hey, let's bring her back. Yeah, because what she still let's has the her, gun. I'm sorry to cut you off, but like okay. let's have her be on Frank's side now to make it even more interesting. Is, like, <laughs> uh, is it? Is it more interesting? Yeah, and I mean she's a she's a big star. Everyone knows who Nev Campbell is. Uh, and I, oh, oh, we even I I forget what episode it was. Did I not have it in my fucking? Uh, oh, it was Doug. episode eleven. 
when Doug confesses yeah. to the girl, what the fuck is this show, dude? Oh yeah, <laughs> what like the 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 stuff that we had forgotten about last time, or I had forgotten about. Yes, it was the donation thing. Uh, but I mean, even more so when she says, "Oh, Doug." Yeah, that's of what I mean. Of course, I knew. I've been fucking you because I hate you. <laughs> yeah. So she's also Frank Underwood. What's going on here? Is everyone's yeah, like everyone's part of this dystopia. No one has emotions or thinks like a human being in this world. I guess. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. How her reaction uh, was like, of course, of course, that's what happened. I fucking hate you. Now come in inside and fuck me. <laughs> yeah, because then I mean, it. Oh, it's that type of reasoning that makes it so weird when Claire is like, "Yeah, I killed her. I killed him." In your house. And then we have to be like, okay, I guess that means he will now be like her pawn. But then later he's like, you know, I called all these people, tried so hard to find you a vice president, but they all said it should be me. Ain't that crazy? And she's like, yeah, that's crazy. And he's like, I know you murdered people in my house. I have pictures of the dead body and the poison and I have security cameras. Better do what I say. Yeah. So uh, we don't really know who has the upper hand because everyone's like a weird, cynical, dystopian uh, character. Well, it was almost like they they were like, "Damn, we got to wrap up this uh, this liver Doug thing. and this wife storyline," because mm-hmm. we need to have Doug be in a similar sexual relationship with Nev Campbell with Leanne. Yeah. So how about she just knew all along, and then Doug in his you know sad alone time is when he's not at work just turns to leanne and she's like doug so they fuck of course and um you know because yeah she was on her way to see doug with the gun for some reason right Mm, or like running away or something because she figured out that jane davis was betraying her because she kind of handed over all this information that 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 aiden had yeah with the usb because she had all the secret passwords and then it's like, huh, as long as I'm around, you're going to be queen of the administration. I can't remember who murders her. Is that f- like Frank gives the order for Davis think, to murder her? Yeah, I think it's supposed to be thought of that. Yeah, basically Jane Davis and Frank. Because I, isn't Jane, yeah, Jane Davis talks to him on the phone and is like, we got all the info. You know, do with her as you please. Yeah. Because, yeah, like she makes all these promises and then like it's almost immediate. Where they're like, well, you're not going to be chief of staff because you're going to be chief. Don't get us wrong. You're going to be chief of staff. Just not right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, the writing's kind of on the wall. But I'm pretty sure she was going to go see Doug. And she did. The one thing I think she did have was the gun. Not that I thought she was going to go shoot him. It's just I think it was evidence potentially or that's still yeah. potentially a evidence threat out there. But then we also see Jane Davis at a place where she talks about her liver's bad or something. Remember what she It's like some weird, like, uh, new age spa. And oh, then she goes into, some... uh, she goes into like a weird meditation egg and then it all lights up. Like, I have no idea what they're doing. I mean, <laughs> I, I was know. like 95% sure she was going to lay down a little carpet and start praying to Mecca. Like, <laughs> yeah. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I mean, no offense to, to sure. our Muslim yeah. listeners, but I just assumed like, Hey, what if she's secretly a Muslim too? Just how can we make this even more juicy? Yeah, uh, but I guess it's just a like a. I, I just thought it was like a weird like sun tanning place, so I didn't think any anything of it. 
I think they do because my notes say I think they do mention something about her liver. I don't I don't know why or why we would care. What are they going to be like? <laughs> do they think the audience could be like, oh no, Jane Davis? I hope she's going to be okay, or is she just going to like steal someone else's liver and then have sex with uh, her husband for a while? Uh, has House of Cards been renewed for a sixth sixth season? Ah, uh, that's a good question. I have to assume yes. Because it feels like even if it's not doing that well, it's kind of like uh, it, you know, it built Netflix in a way. So they'll be kind of loyal for a little while, but who knows? Well, I, let's see. June, this is from June. So I, I didn't see any. I know they were like, they, they didn't have it. They didn't have it yet. Sometimes it happens later. But I mean, House of Cards has been like their big, their big thing. So yeah. like Netflix is big cash money thing. So. They're making all these weird shows for all this, like, w- I assume weird amounts of money, uh, like little things, very specific things. So feels like why wouldn't they keep doing House of Cards if it's their flagship? But maybe they also feel like it's kind of winding down. So who knows? Yeah, it's hard to say. I haven't seen anything. I mean, I guess everyone's just assuming there will be for most of uh, most of the reports I'm seeing are, are like, what are the big questions for season six? But yeah, nothing yeah. specifying that it's been renewed. I, It's probably a given. Yeah, um, Hey, shout out to the AV Club. House of Cards abandons reason as season five concludes. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. uh, uh, one of these articles is even kind of like the big questions for season six. And it's like, who is Jane Davis? Yeah, exactly. But she's been on it for six episodes and we're still yeah. asking who was Jane Davis. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, anyways, then the big, the big ending season, I mean, the big ending scene, um, Claire goes to make the speech and there's supposed to be the part about the, uh, pardon, which is weird because they all agreed like, you know, we'll wait, we'll wait a little bit. And then when the timing's right, we'll yeah. give the pardon. And I, well, I guess what the, the idea is that they caught basically their Osama bin Laden. So this would be the time to do it because everyone will be looking the other way. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't. Uh, and then, yeah, Frank's like, if she doesn't do it, I'll kill her. Yeah. I guess they could do a discreet press release. But the thing is that she doesn't, like, she won't even say it to him that, that she yeah. hasn't even promised to him. And, and she, she won't... could lie, so, but yeah. she doesn't even do that. So, yeah. And she doesn't answer his calls. And then, yeah, like you said, she, what does she say? My turn? Yep. My yep. turn. She should have knocked so... her, like, necklace on the desk. So, so Yeah. <laughs> So I, I am like, I that's a decent setup. It's just how we got there was crazy. Yeah, absolutely. And also, I, I don't want to be this guy who's like, everything should be the same. Nothing new or interesting, please. But Frank was the president. Now he's in a hotel. I mean, I guess we, we kind of like reset him. So, hey, it's going to be fun to see him climb ladders again. But I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe it should have been two seasons. Uh, hard to say. Yeah, I mean, they, they it, it's it's timely. Maybe they were planning on um, that Hillary was going to win. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then you'd have like, they would have their evil president at the same time. I'm not that Hillary's evil, but like they'd have a female president. And then also on their show, they'd have the female president. But I don't know. Did you just Freudian slip evil instead of female? No, but I meant like, 
Uh, but but I meant like because the show's always about their evil president. Like oh yeah, because Frank's about, yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying just because she's female she's evil. But I'm like House of Cards since Frank's been president, the show's been about an evil president. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, but uh, who knows? Who knows? I mean, it, it's timely because I guess partly because of House of Cards. Uh, Robin Wright's like star meter has shot up. I mean, she's in the Wonder Woman movie. She's very well respected. She's done great work on the show. Plus, there's a lot of clamoring for girl power, so it does fit all those needs at least. And like you said, it puts Frank back in the underdog uh, role. So mm-hmm. let's hope for the best. Frank underdog over here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she uh, she directed the last one or two episodes too. So oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, well, I I mean, I guess that concludes it. I'm sure, as usual, we've said a lot of negative stuff. And I did yeah. enjoy almost well, all of it. It was just the end, as you said, d- didn't work. But then it's like that doesn't make me not want to see more. Still, I'm true. Uh, I'm true. Uh, as the teens say these days. I'm trash. I'm trash for House of Cards. I guess you're a cuck. Oh, you're a house. Of, you're a house of cuck. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, no. I house mean, House of Cucks. Hey, we got our episode title. <laughs> I <Thanks>. enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I probably enjoyed less than you. And I know we've been a little negative, but. Um, for as negative as I was, I enjoyed the first half, and I'm looking for. I think they at least put things in a good place where they could pay it off well. Yeah, and I think do, so. And th- if if they do that, then I for I can forgive it. But it's just I wish it doesn't give me as much hope the the way they got there. Yeah, uh, I just I I didn't enjoy. That's true, but it also feels like a kind of scramble because. They were really hurrying and trying to get the pieces in place. And of course, they didn't get everything to click. And I also feel like House of Cards has been that way in the past. I honestly, like three and four, like seasons three and four kind of blur because one and two are such a clear progression of like, okay, I'm going to become vice president and then I'm going to become president. So Mm -hmm. that's all very clear. But three and four are kind of a blur. And I feel like there have been bits like this before where it's kind of like, well, that didn't really add up, but anyway, I like where we are and where we're going, so I'm not jumping ship. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it still comes down to, even if it's just Doug, Claire, and Frank, those are great characters, and the actors are great, and they're fun to watch. Yeah. So, I mean, and some of the side characters are decent, don't get me wrong. Maybe not the writer or the hacker. Those guys suck, but... <laughs> yes. uh you know, I'll keep coming back for that, even if there's some, you know, uh, crazy kind of dumb stuff uh, around it. Yeah, I think we get, did good summarizing thoughts, but I did want to jump back and say, what do you think about Usher as vice president? Wouldn't that be like like that? I know everyone's kind of like, hey, uh, new administration. So I guess I can jump up a few levels and suddenly be the press secretary for that reporter guy. But, but like Usher being vice president and they say specifically huge like. And and Frank even says it. Whoever he suggests as vice president, that's how, who you want to watch out for. So yep. if if she's like dumb enough to do that, that's gonna be like it, right? They're gonna like he's gonna be the villain. Yeah, yeah. It it would have to be. And plus, and like you said, it it would imagine that. I I guess not really having a good grasp. The show doesn't give you a good grasp of what how known that man is to the public. Mm-hmm. But like if he never held office or anything, he's just been a rich guy that's run campaigns. And then if she did do that and they announced it to the public, wouldn't people be like, what the fuck? Who? Yeah. 
Although yeah. I guess we're like that most of the time when they announce a vice president candidate. We're like, who? Or right. even president sometimes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Presidential candidate. But, I mean, uh, what was I going to say? Well, but that's the thing. I mean, to your point, uh, if if they do just bring it up and then Mark ushers the villain and they quickly resolve Claire and Frank, uh, that would be bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, it, like, why doesn't she just call up... <laughs> what's his face? I forgot now. But, you know, who um, Frank's vice president was at first? Uh, that guy who doesn't do anything, who... Uh, Claire also the, the, the guy that she uh, the guy that she cucked out or whatever. Yes, we're the worst. Uh, yes, uh, that guy <laughs> or someone like him. Like get the most ineffectual person imaginable. Like because hey, guess what? The previous vice president became the president, and guess what? You were vice president, and you became the fucking president, and everyone's <laughs> yeah. getting their fucking throat slit over here. So get someone real incompetent who's not gonna go behind your back. Get someone who is like mentally disabled. You can't pick anyone. Uh, do it for the community. Like, pick someone. Like, anyone could be vice president. You know, pick a kid. Oh, Walker. Walker. Oh yeah. Was it? Oh no, no Walker is the, the president. president. I'm sorry. Yes. No. Uh, uh, him as well. Why not? Uh, uh, Donald Blythe. Donald Blythe. Blythe. That's yeah. The that's guy. the guy. Yeah, because he had the dead wife. Uh-huh. That's how you remember it. Blythe, dead wife. <laughs> All right. We're fucking. <laughs> we're Blythe. we're. <laughs> We are rambling. We are oh done. God, we are yeah. done talking about House of Cards. <laughs> Another year. Well, I've enjoyed it still, after all. So I agree. Uh, if you want to send your opinions on House of Cards, please do leave them in a comment or send them to showswhatyouknowshow at gmail.com. Next time, we're going to get back to you with more Game of Thrones, so please do send in your thoughts on Game of Thrones as well, and we'll include them in that discussion. Uh, you can also find more from Jim at jimandthem.com for all his humorous podcasts and video projects which are quite delightful i must say and for me myself there's awesomepedia.org where you can find my other podcast and of course uh video projects and stuff the like where i branch